This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about playing hard to get, cheating, and looking back and regrets on life. Check it out. Train Jared Freed coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, San York Lazar, every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your questions, your stories. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for getting involved with this podcast. I really do appreciate it. It literally, I've been getting a lot of tweets, DMs, Facebook messages, the what have yous of all the social medias, and it is feathering my nuts to get <laughs> how you're listening, where you're listening. It's like you went up to my nuts with like the the tip of your finger and you just like trickled it along the seam, that little center seam. So it really feels good because it's it's really this is uh this is the this this podcast is uh what I like to call the American dream. Feather on your balls, huh? Feather you on like my that. that's the the American dream to be. Yeah. Have your balls feathered all day, all day, all night. I mean, it's just really it's nice that you guys are getting involved. And and uh, nothing was nice. And we just did an episode with the the girls from Guys We Fucked and you know, they that was uh, got a lot of great feedback. I know a lot of people wanted them to come on the show, so that was very cool. Um and that was taped before I left for San Antonio where O M G there's listeners in San Antonio. I couldn't believe it. I mean, we did a show Wednesday and Thursday night, and there was like over 50 people at each of the shows. And this is a city that, like, I, it, it was actually a little shocking to me. Um, because, I mean, I just, I mean, literally before I left for San Antonio, my dad was like, hey, you should uh, bring your passport so you can pop over to Mexico for one of the days. And then I was like, in my mind, I was like, Oh, yeah, 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 maybe I'll do that. And then I looked at the map, and I was like, San Antonio is like hours away. Like, it's not even, like, close to Mexico. Yeah, it's nowhere near it. It's nowhere near it. <laughs> so, like, someone at home is listening, being like, you fucking idiot. But I was on the phone with my dad being like, all right, I'll look it up. You know, like, I had no idea. And, like, I mean, that's how far away I am mentally from the place of San Antonio. But there were so many listeners. People drove from Dallas uh, so I just want to thank all those people that came. Uh, we got to hang out afterwards. It's really cool for me to see you guys and meet you all. And uh, that's why we have more live shows. I mean, it's very cool 
what's going on with this podcast. There's a community being created, which is really cool. And like, and I'm telling you, it's very fun. It's a fun time when someone's like, I'm the guy who emailed, but you mm -hmm. know, and it's like, oh shit. It's like a trip down memory lane for me. Um, so I, uh, here's a couple dates, December 4th, the comedy seller. We're doing another live J train podcast, December 4th. It's a Monday night, eight o'clock Comedyseller.com. You go make your reservations right now. Go make that reservation. It's free to make the reservation. You can just make it and then, you know, just so you have it. So go to comedyseller.com, make it for December 4th at 8. We're doing live questions, special guests. Last time we had Colin Quinn and David Tell and Mayron Kagani. Like, you know, this was, that's a big time lineup. It's hot, baby. I'm expecting similar to better guests for the next ones. More ones that you'll jump out of your seat and go, whoa. Okay, December 4th at 8 o'clock, ComedySeller.com. We're doing emails, live hello, and also we're going to be doing live Tinder Bumble makeovers. So bring your profiles, people, if you come. And bring a crew. Everyone that came that had not listened to the podcast before had a great time. I had people that came off the street. The security guard was like, yo, those guys just showed up, and they left being like, we're now a fan. Very so that's, cool. that's a cool feeling for me. Um I'm going to be coming also more live stuff. I'm going to Side Splitters in Tampa, December 14th. Laugh It Up Comedy Club in Poughkeepsie, November 11th. Comics Come Home at the Garden in Boston, November 18th. Mohegan Sun, the 24th and 25th. Let's spend our post-Thanksgiving together at the casino, like every family wants to. Um, and then also the voicemail, people. 347-669-8252. Shelby, we got a voicemail today? We do. 347-669-8252. And lastly, but not, but most importantly, to keep the J train moving, the engine to the J train, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. If you sign up for Patreon, everyone who's a Patreon member and, and can get to the show on December 4th, free admission with a guest. That's a date night, people. That's hot. You're welks. Gotta get that Patreon. Very excited. Let's get to today's guest. Very excited to have him here. I, I feel like you're going to be a great fit for this podcast. Thanks, I, buddy. I, I do feel like you're going to. You're new to the show. But, new to the show, but uh, not new to me. H Foley. That's thank you right. for coming on. Thank you. You were 30 seconds on that uh, intro, by the way. The hello. Yep. I timed March, it for you. Hashtag March to a minute, man. That's right. We're trying. What's Every your day. record so far? 42 or 43? Is that where we're at? 42. Uh, 41. 41. Shelby, not letting me get ahead of myself. It's quite impressive, I love though, it. man. Um, now, I, I, H. Foley, you have a podcast of your own, and I've been on it. It's a fun show. Fun show. Center City Comedy Podcast. Center City Comedy Podcast. It comes out every Wednesday. Explain that show, because I know a lot of people here, you know, <clears throat> this is your chance mm -hmm. to tell the listeners mm -hmm. here about, add it to their portfolio, their library. Why? What, what do you guys do? Let me tell you some son of a bitches. All right. Uh, <laughs> I need this. Listen to my podcast now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, Center City Comedy started in Philadelphia. Uh, we're a group of Philadelphia comics that all moved up to New York together. It is a crew. It's I, a squad. I, I love it. I love it. I love that you guys. I, anytime I see one of you guys, I'm like, there's one of the, you know, it Someone's does feel. Someone's lurking. Yeah. It always feels like I'm seeing one member of, the, you know, of the Hawks. Uh -huh. It's like, a, it's a team. Yeah. We're, we're, we're a biker gang. Yeah. Rolling around town. All the colors of the rainbow. Yes. Very got diverse every race. group. Very diverse. Got everything. No Asian. No but everything Asians. else. Let's not get crazy. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's <laughs> keep it, uh, let's yeah. keep the status quo here. It's a, it's a regular black and white cookie you guys got going That's on. That's the way we do it, man. We do it like that. Um, 
But yeah. the show is fun. I've been on it. It's great. The show's fun. Uh, it's usually, uh, we have somewhat of a, a rotating cast in the beginning. It started with uh, me, Kevin Ryan, Andrew Chavone, Tom Cassidy, and Reggie Conquest. Mm. Um, and, you know, we have a larger group, uh, you know, Monroe Martin, Dave Temple. Yep. Everybody's all friends. We all work together. Uh, but right now it is, uh, it's me. Andrew Chavone, Kevin Ryan, and the great boy Derek Gaines, and Mr. Gaines, I love Derek. Yeah, he's hot. Uh, I love both, all those guys are great, but I just know I've known Derek for a while, and I mean, like, it's Philly guys. What I like about your podcast, and I, and uh, I, this art gets lost in comedy these days. It is a ball busting podcast. Sure, that's exactly what we do. Uh, you guys give each other such shit mm-hmm. that it's fun to listen to, and I think mm-hmm. like I have podcasts that I listen to where it's like you get to know, you know, it takes a minute. You get to know the gang. Yep. And then you're like, you're a part of the ball, but you like seeing the dynamic between everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I'm all about that. So I, I like that you guys are, you guys are good friends. We That's have it. quite the brutally honest dynamic yeah. with each other. I love a good ball bust. I, I mean, uh, it's uh, and. I like to watch a ball bust. I like to be a part of a ball bust. But that oh, that's best. one of those things. It's like. I don't know. I, I don't know how to say this uh, gent- gently. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the <laughs> NFL. Like the NFL, I feel like we're talking, like, and this is like a, uh, this is somewhat of a hot take, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I don't think anyone really cares about concussions. I, I think it's like bullshit. <laughs> hot take. Look <laughs> out. There I, we I, go. I, I just, I, I, I used to go to football games. I think with Jerry my- Jones said that last <laughs> weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jerry Jones and I are the only ones that don't give a shit about, um, I, I mean, I'm just saying, I used to go to games, and when I would say, are you, you're an Eagles fan? Are you an Eagles fan? Are Eagles you a football fan, fan? All the way. So, And they look great this season. But the, you good. Know, uh, we'll get to the emails in a second, but I'm saying, in the era, this is kind of like my feeling, in the era of like, we're all the same. Yeah, get the women involved in the football game. So now women are watching football, mm-hmm. and like, there's like, there's like, I used to respond, and this is going to sound, I, I, I hate that this sounds a little sexist, but I, I just, this is how I feel. I, uh, I used to watch football games when there would be a big hit. I would go, I would look at my little brother and I would start doing machine guns. Like if someone was <laughs> dead on the field, I'd be turning to him. I didn't think about his family or anything. And I would look at my brother and go, and I would go crazy, like visceral. Like I, and, and this is before we knew all the science and stuff. And now I don't think I, I can, like, that's my. Honest bodily reaction to a big fucking hit in football. I don't think I've changed that much to go from to oh my god. Yeah. You know? It's tough, man. And I think this happens because there's more women watching football and we look like animals and we're like, oh my god, I won't get laid. Yeah. It's, uh, Does that make any sense to you? I, I, I know that sounds, there's gonna be, I'll take your tweets on that one, but I, I, I just think, um, like, and I think that's happening in a lot of things. We're like, Guys fuck with each other and are brutal to each other and, sure. and in a way that you don't see a lot of female friend groups that are brutal to each other. I mean, I think they they always did that. It was just maybe behind closed doors when there's real friends. I think that's all something. I think that's too. true. That's real true friends. Also, maybe we're inviting. Maybe we, maybe that's what it is. It's not a male female thing. It's now we are friend groups are beyond just our normal tight-knit group. Now we have these social media webs. Yeah, a lot of them. That are way larger than we used to have. Absolutely. And now you have to, like, we're our own PR team, so we have to look like good people. When and we're I'll really tell you just... what fucked that up. One word, networking. Networking. It's not about, I, I, I'm terrible at networking. Yeah. I have a core group of friends mm. that I'm confident I could commit any crime with. Yes. No matter what it is, murder, <laughs> bank robbery, Drugs, yeah. whatever. And now, no one's gonna fucking snitch. And now you've been on the idea that this other 
kind of friend can help you out. Yeah. No, you have to involve not. them in the group, and now the group gets diluted. Yeah, would you pull a bank job with some people you were at with some networking mixer? No. Some happy hour thing? No, just because we work in the same industry yeah, or something. Yeah, you, you and Ted, who you have his, uh, his, uh, his LinkedIn you account? You might have changed my mind. You've taken me from a, uh, a sexist thing to an isolationist thing. That's exactly what <laughs> We need is. to isolate more. Everybody's the same. <clears throat> we're just starting to rub off on each other a little well, bit more. H. Foley, I'm excited to have you here. Thanks, buddy. Uh, go follow Foley on Twitter and Instagram. H. Foley on ice on Twitter. Foley Grams on Instagram, Center City Comedy Podcast every Wednesday. Let's get to the emails. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do Get Involved. Okay. Promo code JTrain. I always, <laughs> I always like boil my beans better than feather my nuts, so consider them boiled. I ran into an interesting situation. My ex and I have been broken up now for six months. I still really care about her, but I just wasn't the match. We are on pretty good terms now as far as exes go. She's seeing someone new. But I happen to know for certain that he has been cheating on her already. Jesus. They just, they just started dating about a month ago. Things are happening quick in this guy's world. Man. I'm dating someone new. <laughs> They've all, everyone's getting boyfriend girl. <laughs> who I really like and don't want to get involved uh, and bring that drama into our relationship. But I still care about her enough to feel like I should do something somehow, but don't know what. I know it's not my place, but I, no one deserves to get cheated on. My gut says keep my mouth shut and hope she'll figure it out, which is pro- what I'll probably do. But I, part of me uh, at least wants to make a com- comment to a mutual friend and hope she tells her so it doesn't come directly from me to avoid it looking like I'm sabotaging their relationship somehow because I do not in any way want to get back with her. Is my gut right or is there a way to warn her about what's going on? Keep on keeping on. It's awesome to finally get Mansamp back on. Oh, yeah, this is from a little bit back. Have him back soon. Also, have grown to look forward to when classic Shelb... Uh, chimes in, so feel free to weigh in, Shelby. That's an invite. He's shaking his head while he's eating something. Shelby, always quick to the mic. <laughs> Let's hear what you have to say first. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, Foley, good. what do you think? Uh, I don't go to the master. That, that is a that is a fucking pickle. I'll tell you that. Well, what do you think? I mean, you have exes. Would you? What would you do if you had an ex in that situation? Like, well, are you close with any exes? Yeah. Well, that's it right there. I would. Uh, no relationship I've been in. Yeah. Where I left. The bridge wasn't blown up blown rather up. than burned. Yeah, there's. <laughs> this no. is a very specific situation. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have no exes that I'm friends with. They all hate my fucking guts. So they, I know the, they wouldn't tell me. The only way you could speak, if you're friends with an ex, and you're three relationships away, mm-hmm. that's how far I need him away. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like, I, I think that because they, because he's the most recent ex, he can't say anything. As close or as cool as they may be, you're still the most recent ex. Because when you break up with someone, you when you break up with someone, and I've said this a million times on this podcast, one less person to text, one less person to hug, there's a void. Sure. So you have to so what we a lot of us do, we humanly want to fill that void. That's why a lot of people get back with the person they just dumped because that void is too much that they're like, okay, I'm comfortable with this person. I know, you know, the ins and outs of this person. I know the wonderland of their body. Yeah, a breakup takes a couple of, you know. It takes time, but I'm saying she, if they break up, since they're close still, he's the most viable option to fill that void. Sure. And he says, I don't want to be, get back with her. So if you're the the most recent ex. Uh Uh-huh. You're setting yourself up to be gotten back with, or to, you know, and, and they're cheating on your girlfriend one night. You go what, over there, whatever, you tell her maybe, what's going yes. on. There's a bottle of wine yeah, involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Next thing you know, 
Next thing you know. You're cooking eggs in the morning. Yep. You know what I mean? Balls in the mouth. And then you got to explain it to do. And somebody else is sending an email to the J. Crane podcast <laughs> her about, friend, hey, I know this yeah, guy. This a, Who knows this guy? The circle, and the circle goes the, on. The circle of hand job. I, I, I think, uh, but I think for this guy, his, 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 his gut feeling to mind his own business. Here, here's the thing with cheaters. Mm-hmm. They will get caught. Of course. This is not 1950. No. 1950, we could live seven lives and be okay. There is such a web. We just talked about all these people we're bringing into our lives. Sure. All these exterior people through social media. And there's, listen, I don't put up an Instagram story for a day. Like, and that hasn't happened for a long time, but like, a, I put up a lot of Instagram stories. I spent a one day where I didn't put it up, and, people, and I had like two texts being like, "Are you okay? <laughs> what's happening, man? We so know what's going on? We with all you. act a certain. We're all dancing a certain mo- uh, a certain way. Yeah. And the minute that dance starts to change its uh, its rhythm, people notice. People notice. What's and going and on. so this guy, your friend's getting cheated on. I'm, I'm or your ex is getting cheated on. And I'm sorry about that, but like, dude. Also, you're not Superman. Well, let me, let it's me, not your responsibility. Let me see if she's I understand. A, this. She's a human person, and she's going to be fine. She has she has thick skin, and she has, she's tough. She's going to make it through this, and this is going to she's going to catch this guy. But he could be saving her a lot of heartache down the road or embarrassment mm. if he nips it in the bud. See, it's a tough situation because I don't know the hundred percent backstory. How long were they together? I liked his idea of going to the friend. The problem is it's <laughs> No, gonna, that, that'll get back. That'll, that'll get that'll, back that he yeah. was the one that slipped that yeah. knowledge. Yes. Why didn't you just tell me? And, and what, tell well, Sharon, and why, I, why did you do that? <laughs> I don't think he's going to get in a fight about it, but it will. I just think if you're the most recent ex, you're in the running to get back with this ex. But if, he said he doesn't want to, and he I has know, a girl. But I'm saying that she will think... This was all done in in order to get back, you know. There's just and friends will think it's just it's the the community conversation. It's much less her. It's more what friends will say and how how this comes off. I think he's got to back away, doesn't say a word. Right. She'll be fine. Shelby, what do you think? He wanted you to weigh in. Yeah, don't forget about her. Live your life. Live your life. Yeah, and let her live hers. Here's the thing, people. I think Shelby's the one banging her. Doesn't want to. Shelby's banging. Doesn't Shelby. want to get blown up. I, uh, here, <laughs> Keep your mouth shut, buddy. Keep it moving. Here's what I'll say to this guy. Um, the only way she's going to learn how to like take care of her. We don't not. We live in an era of knowing what everyone wants life to just go great. Sure. And that's not how it works. You know, you need the cheated on or the cheating or the. They're the messy parts of life that have you learn for the good parts of, of life. Of course, and these so, people are young, right? So, yeah. So what I'm saying to him is like. You don't have to be this guardian angel that makes it so everything goes okay. She's going to go through hurt and heartbreak and pain. And this experience will make her better for the next experience. Mm -hmm. So back away and take care of your own shit. Maybe you should be less involved with her life. Sure. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Too cool of a chick. Okay. What up, J-Train? Long stem feather to the seam of your balls. We met at Labor Day weekend after I slid into your DMs. Ooh. To try and see you at the Comedy Cellar while I was in NYC. I do remember. This uh, show was hilarious. Got my friends to listen to the podcast. Thanks again. Anyways, to my problem. I'm a 25-year-old and recently moved to Chicago from Tampa as a single lady. (laughs) Shall be on top of things today. In a new big city, I've done my fair share of dating the last few months and learned I might be too cool. 
I don't do drama or play games and was told by a guy I was too independent. I recently started seeing a guy and I re and I'm really starting to like. He's the like the best he's the best friend of one of my coworkers, 34, and a 779. We have a rating system, face body personality. Okay. So she's saying this guy is a 779. Seven seven nine. And he's thirty four, so okay. he's in uh, he's in settled down lane. My coworker staged a setup back in July at a happy hour. This guy asked for my number. We texted back and forth for a while before it fizzled out. At the end of September, my coworker again ambushed us with a happy hour setup because he is convinced we're perfect for each other. He again texted me afterwards, but this time it actually led to us going on a date, and we had a great time. We've been seeing each other for, uh, a couple times a week, or just or so, just over a month now. I was recently talking to a guy, friends, about the situation, how I actually like this guy. He advised me to stop acting so chill and play a little hard to get because guys need a chase in drama. So finally, my question, how do I continue to be myself as the cool chick but spice things up to keep the guy interested? Also, bonus question, why do guys like crazy chicks? <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a, that's a lot here. How much what do you, time you got? I, I mean, guys like, I mean, what do you think? Uh, well, I think um, she shouldn't listen to anybody. She should remain being... Who she is, yeah, and any of that, and any of that bullshit. And this isn't, you know, any type of feminism coming out in me. This is just, this is just people. Anybody that says, uh, you know, you're too independent or you're too this, that's just people being jealous that you have your fucking shit together yeah. and they fucking don't. Totally agree. So if this guy's the right guy for her, all right, which you know, from this email, thirty five has a good job, you know, mm. pretty cool. Sounds like it might be. She keeps doing herself. If that if that's the way everything goes, they come together. I love this email. I totally agree. Yeah, I think she should keep acting, the, at, keep steering the course, keep being who she is. I mean, the too cool thing—that's a compliment that guys give to a girl when they think they can't get with her, that they think they might be able to get with her. Yeah. I feel like that's like one of those like friend compliments. It's like, please love me, you know. Like it's like, oh, you're so cool, uh -huh. and it's like uh, th that's just a guy who wants to you know get with you. My thing is a lot of people confuse. Being cool with, um, hit me. A lot of people confuse being cool with erasing their own standards. Explain. So, and so this is my advice. I don't think this girl's doing this, but a lot of girls will be like, "I'm being, I'm just trying to be cool." And then the guy keeps canceling, keeps canceling, keeps canceling. And she's left with a guy that only exists over text. Oh, well, yeah. Well, then you got to put that away. So, she's got to get rid of that. But, but that's the thing. Like, a lot of people will be like, oh, I don't want to be the crazy girl who's not, you know, that's being, you know, that's not cool. You know, that's, I want to be cool. I want to be laid back. And it's like, no, you have to set, there's a standard. Sure. And you have to stick by it. And if someone goes outside of that standard, goodbye. Yeah, so ice them. for this uh, girl, when she said he didn't get together the first time and she just let it go, a lot of people see that as like, Oh, you gotta like, you gotta stop being so cool. You gotta make him chase. You gotta make him say something. It's like, no, goodbye. That she was did the right thing. That was slight of a red flag, red flag to me when when it didn't materialize it didn't happen the, the first time. time. But you also got a thing. I don't think. Do you don't want drama? Do you as a no. guy? And and you don't want crazy. The thing guys don't want crazy. They want. They want crazy sex. Yeah, I think that's I think that's where that. Comes well, I from. I think, but I'm saying like where the guy was like, you got to make him chase. I think making a guy chase is just saying, yeah, I'm not going to deal with this bullshit. Yeah, no. You know, like, I, I, I think there's a difference between, like, oh, like, there's a difference between her being, like, can't do tonight, we'll see for later. And it's like, okay, oh, uh, yeah. I want to hang Fuck out. Uh, and, and then the other thing of, like, being, like, 
Well, like, it, it, there's a difference between, like, oh, we'll see, like, being, like, this, like, weird, like, aloof person. Mm -hmm. And the hot way to guys is being, like, yeah, I'm not going to go out tonight because I got this shit going on, but I'll do tomorrow. Sure. You know, like, in being direct and being, yeah. like, hey, I, I, you know, uh, and if a guy texts you at 2 in the morning and he's, like, let's meet up. And you're, like, not going to do that, but I'm around tomorrow. There you go. Like, that's hot. That's a girl who's saying... I am on the top shelf of the booze rack. And sure. I cost a little extra. Yeah. Instead of being like, okay, I'll be there at 2 a.m. And then him canceling and then being like, okay, cool. I'm cool with that because I'm cool. Yeah, it's like, well, no. she doesn't want to do that, obviously. No. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Which is worse? Okay. Gerard. He, he spelled Jared Gerard and then put in parentheses black J-Train. I guess. <laughs> I Which would it. be worse? Always having the feeling that you have to take a piss really badly. Okay. Or always having the feeling that you have to take a shit really badly. Ooh. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that you would pee or shit more each day. It would be the same number of times that you go. You would just constantly have the feeling that you need to go, which is obviously uncomfortable. It makes everyday activities much more difficult. So even after you take a piss uh, shit, you still leave with the feeling that you got to go. Which do you suffer through? That sucks. Say that last part again. So, so even after you take either take a piss or a shit, you still leave with the feeling that you gotta go. Oh, that's that's fucking pure hell. Uh, pure hell. Well, yeah, come on. Either way, this guy's got to see a doctor. Yeah. Um, what would you rather? Which is worse? Well, here's the thing. You're running around at night. You're doing spots. Mm -hmm. You get on the train. You get into a cab. Mm -hmm. You have to pee so bad. You know that feeling where you you're doing the keys to the door yes. to get in, and like I, I've asked women this to mm. see if women if they have that same experience because sure. I don't know. There's a pee pee down there, you know, it, it fills up to the end, yeah. and it's just that feeling. Like I literally can't fucking think straight mm. as I'm walking through the apartment, undoing my belt frantically, and then I don't know if this is because I'm getting older. Yeah, when I, when I pull it out and I pee, that oh is yeah. un. That release, it's a great feeling. It's the best. I agree with you, and I I think um, that's why I'm going with the shit. Like I, the the worst. You'd rather you'd rather have to feel like you have to take a shit. It, all the it's time. the the worst is the pee. Oh, it's brutal. Shelby, I guess shit. I mean, that's worse. Or I take that. I know, like some people like like the feeling of holding in a shit. Re oh, the the release of a shit. But I wait. Agree who, that who are you hanging out with, Shell? <laughs> <laughs> they're out. They're, they're out there. They're, they're out there. Certain you know, chat rooms. Aliens and <laughs> people who like the feeling of a shit. They're all out there. I, I here's the difference. Okay. There's no farting for peace. No. So. Good call. If you have to take a shit, but you can fart, at least something's getting out. That'll buy you a couple minutes. Yeah. Absolutely. So I could get, you know, the worst one is the pee because there's no fart for a pee. There's no fart version of that. 100%. Bringing jewels today. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with H Foley. H Foley on ice. Foley Grams on Instagram. Center City Podcast every Wednesday. Let's do another Which is Worse. I love this. Right. Which is worse? Okay. Let's keep, let's keep on the shit train. Okay. Taking a shit and realizing there's no TP, or finding out your boyfriend girlfriend of a month is cheating on you. Oh man, I mean that's. I actually had a situation that was very similar to that one time. 
very which, recently. Well, which one? I'm, I'm worried about which both, one. Both, same both, day. Both, same day? No, I went in. Uh, I was taking a shit, no TP. My girlfriend walks in the apartment with another guy. It's She's crazy. Blowing him. Yeah. Guy's got a whole bunch of toilet paper on him. I'm like, oh, now I see what's going on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, had, I went to, me and my girlfriend started going to church, all right? I was raised Catholic. So you guys are going back. We're going back. In this day and age. In this day and age, we're going back. Okay, why, why, why the return? Uh, I mean, that's a, that's, I went to, I went to, I was home, uh, in the suburbs of, uh, Philadelphia, mm -hmm. uh, beginning of this summer. And my mom was like, you should go to confession. So I went to confession. All right. I met this really cool priest. This is a really cool priest. He was a guitar and shit. <laughs> he had an earring and shit. I don't know. A lot of candy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but we were just talking. We hit it off. <laughs> we hit it we off. Kissed a little. Couple of drinks. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> now I'm living at the uh, at the monastery with him. Yeah. It's not bad. Um, no, he was just free he, wafers. <laughs> he was just like really cool, and it was he he he. You know, I told he put him put it in a different perspective. <laughs> yeah, put everything in a different perspective. It wasn't just like you know. I mean, you know, because you know, I'm almost forty. So when I was coming up, going to Catholic school and stuff like that, it was like. Old school, yeah. You know, guilt. You know, hit heaven, you with, hell. Hit that. you with the ruler, that type of shit. So this guy was way more like, you know, listen, man. Use, you know, you can use prayer as like almost like a meditation, mm. and you know, be grateful for the things that you this have. Is, this is the new this iPhone. Kind of, this, this is, is it. The, he, he is the new operating system for Catholic, Catholicism. This is it. So like, you know, he kind of got me thinking, and obviously, I take everything with a grain of salt. Sure, you know but this I mean? is nice. This is a uh, self fulfilling. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it makes us feel good. When, you know, when we do it. So, you know, we go to uh, we go to our church out in Queens, St. Joe's, up there on uh, sure. Steinway. Shout out to Father Callahan. Um, anyway, <laughs> FC. We're sitting in church one Sunday, not that long ago, and I get the feeling. All right, it's coming. I gotta. You gotta take it down. I got to. I got to. Especially on those hard pews, dude. And you can't fart in church. No. So I can't even. I got nothing to even let it out a little bit. Yeah. So I go. Go into a stall. There's a lady in there. She's in there for like 20 minutes. And I'm, I'm so they only have single bathrooms at your church. Yeah, this is old school. And I'm, oh, I'm shit. sweating on the Literally. inside. I'm dying. Yeah. All right. She comes out, doesn't say a word to me. Mm. Just comes out and walks by me. I get in there. I sit down. It all happens right to the ball. Right to there's, yeah, there's yeah, no, no time, no for, luck. There's no time to look around yeah, yeah. and find out. There could have been a guy with a fucking it, axe behind it, the door. I, I hear you. Man. I wouldn't have seen him until I sat down. And then boom. All right. It happens. It's a quick job. All right. It was coming. It was coming fast. Mm. And uh, look over. No TP. Nothing. Nothing. Not a shred. So now this is when you get to like MacGyver mode. This is a good, I don't know about you. Do you want to know what I did? What'd you use? I looked into Your the Your own trap. underwear. <laughs> <laughs> the shirt of the guy my girlfriend's yeah, yeah. banging. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Look in the trash can next to me. And there's some, there's some remnants. There's... I've done this move. This is disgusting. What the but hell? I, what, I, are what are you supposed you gonna to do? do? What are you going to do? You're looking around in there. You're looking to find, like stuff people wash their hands with. Uh, exactly. You don't want ass stuff. No. You, you know. You, I understand. No. So I'm just and and I always go paper towels. Never look for a piece of no. You want toilet the, paper yeah, yeah, in there. No, you want the paper towels. Because you know sometimes the Europeans when they come over here they don't throw the toilet paper in the. Toilet, they'll throw it in the trash can. See, I see that note sometimes, and I'm always like, "What the how fuck? Do we, who's doing this? What? Stuff? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on yeah, over yeah, there? Yeah. It's insane." But their yeah. bathrooms don't flush as well. As that's ours. what they say. Yeah, yeah, that's what they say.
Um, go so, USA. <laughs> so I, I filled the it. Best I, country <laughs> in the world. You got to take a shit. You come here. All yeah. right. Um, yeah. Fiddle it around in the trash can. Pull out a couple of toilet paper or paper towels. Made it work. Went back to church. Had communion. Got out of there. See, that's why. Breakfast. That's why that's the better option for the no, uh, you know, no TP. Is it then getting cheated on? Of course, yeah. Because you can always find something. Yeah, you can absolutely. always figure it out, or you come back to clean it up later. Yeah, and a girl <laughs> and a girlfriend of a month. You're not that invested in her. The girlfriend of a month is worse than the TP because it's it's just the TP. You can figure it out. Sure. The girlfriend is like that's lost. Sure. There's no figuring it out. No. And you know what really sucks is you know that like first month. Mars first couple months where you're like crazy in love. Well, that that's the other thing. I mean, that that makes it worse too because you're like, oh man, I can't. I'm not even satisfying her in the first month. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast. We have so many emails. Let's just keep running through these. Let's do I, it. I'm, I'm loving this. Um, Tinderella. Uh oh. Hi, J-Train. Thanks for all you do. Just moved to a new city, so I downloaded the dating apps. I really hate them, but I matched with this one guy I was excited about. We have a lot of mutual friends from the same home city and have similar interests. We talked a little on the app, but the convo died out. He reached out a week later saying he wasn't on there much but would be down to grab a drink. So I gave my number. He texted me that night, asking about my weekend plans. He seemed into it, I guess, but I was pretty drunk and didn't really contribute much to it. Oops. So our texting died out like five minutes, and then he was, hasn't reached out since. Now, I feel weird since conversations have died out uh, twice now, but still want to go out. How do I resurrect the situation, or do I wait and see if he ever does things? You should win a Nobel Peace Prize. Okay, thank you. Nominate me. Uh, what do we think? Fuck him and move on. He's a fucking liar because he yeah. said he's not on Tinder that much. It's yeah. Everyone's on Tinder as much as I hate that. That's lie. a that's a complete. Fucking he's on lie. it all the time. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll say that this this girl. Because there's so much of the same conversations on these apps that any conversation that feels fruitful, mm -hmm. we get too excited about too early. You have to remember, you've never met this person. They've mm -mm. made no commitment to you. Mm -mm. All they've done is connect with you on a very small level that means nothing a year from now, two years from now, three years sure. from now. You know, this little connection is just, and it's why it's called Tinder, it's just a spark. You're just seeing if that spark can make a flame, and it, and not every time does it. And the flame that these guys are looking for is not a fucking picket fence and two kids in the backyard. Guys are trying to get laid on there. I will say this, and I I mean I'm a canceler. I'm a I'm a here's my number, then don't make a plan guy. I'm this guy. What do you mean? I've done what this guy's doing. Okay. Like I, I I know what he's doing. All right. So why did you walk away? Like so, if you would if, if you were that guy in that situation where you had the drinks. Why aren't you going back? Because you didn't think you could pull it off? I think here's what, what I... Here's my thing. Okay. Okay? He would fuck her, but doesn't know if he wants to date her. Mm. This is the problem with these Tinder... This is why Bumble is such a perfect app for men, not women. Okay. Bumble is the one where the girls have to talk to you first, so it cuts down the numbers. This guy's talking to... He's matching with 10. He's talking to 10. Sure. He's seeing if 10... If out of those 10, one will meet up late night. Mm -hmm. So for her, she may... you know. Things the conversation probably went long. He realized you get to a point in these conversa conversations where you're like, okay, I have to do something now. Sure, we can't. And he's sitting there being like, fuck. You gotta close I don't that know deal. if I want to do a date. No, oh, fuck that. The date on Tinder. I, Come on. This is, but this is what he's saying. He's saying I want to meet up. Yes, a drink. 
he no, but he doesn't even want to do that. This is, this is how lazy he is. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, he got <laughs> to a pizza on the way over. He had a good conversation, then was like, "Oh fuck, now we have to do something." Mm -hmm. And he wasn't ready to do something. And then she came back, and then the conversation came back, and she was like, "And it came to the point again. Oh fuck, we have to do something." He is not he, right now. He's not convinced by you, so he keeps swiping to find better options. Sure. So, to her, and that's not to say she isn't great or fun or whatever, and, she, and, and it's not to say that they didn't have a connection, because they did, but the connection wasn't enough for him to make a move to make the date to get to the next level. Exactly. And She's also, better off without him. Better off without him. Absolutely. Move on. Absolutely. Move and on. And we have to remember that these connections mean nothing unless there's action, physical action. Sure. And don't believe anything that anybody tells you on Tinder. <laughs> J Train Podcast. <laughs> At gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. My easy life has gotten harder. Okay. This is from me. This is a very J Train email. If it's like, yeah, I went out and then my, you know, like, I, I promise you, mm -hmm. his life isn't that harder. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Even before reading this. Okay. <laughs> KOB, your podcast is hilarious. Helped me out a lot. Uh, I'm now on the $1 a month train. Thank you. That's great. Uh, Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. A dollar a month gets you the blog, behind the scenes of every episode, mm -hmm. videos. Right. On to my problem. I'm currently a junior at a Big Ten school, and I'm realizing that I haven't succeeded at school. I was an athlete my freshman year, then decided to quit and start pledging a great house, then decided to return to being an athlete and drop pledging, then stop the sport for good. That's a lot of change that in two is. years. He's figuring it out. Sophomore year uh, was fun at the time, but looking back, I realized I didn't progress at all. Smoked a lot and kept my old friends from my team. 99% of my uh, friends from home are in Greek life, and I now find myself wishing I was in the fraternity that I dropped. I honestly have way more fun anytime I go home or visit friends than I do at school. The types of guys slash girls I enjoy are almost all in frats, sororities, and they mostly only associate with others. With, the, with each other. I talk to chicks just fine in on-campus situations. Then they ask, what my what house are you in? And when I tell them I'm not in one, the conversation dries up. So there's, is there a way to salvage my college experience? And so what do you, and if so, what do you suggest? Also, I said uh, the chicks I'm into uh, are generally in sororities, so how do I get past the I'm not in the house conversation? What do you think? Oh, that's tough. Were you in a fraternity? I was. Which uh, Where did you go to school? I went to Widener University. Widener? Yeah. Where's Widener? It's uh, New Jersey, just north of uh, Delaware, at the bottom of Pennsylvania. I knew that Division it, three school. Went there to play football. Okay, so you were in a fraternity as well. I was, and you, and you played football. And played football. Are you happy to both? Yeah, I mean, I loved it. It, it was. I didn't get anything done. Mm. Um, uh, I left after two years. Uh, I wasn't going to be able to come back, but I left on my own accord. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was fucking perfect. It was like. He was kind of dominated by the football and the fraternity life mm -hmm. program. So, well, I, I mean, the thing is, uh, I, and I'll say to this guy, the beginning of it, and also, you're going to be okay. Your life isn't. Of hard. course, <laughs> of <laughs> course. I, 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 I was right in my initial thoughts that his life is doing. Yeah. He's still in college. He's yeah. still having a good time. The He's water's still, still running. Yeah. yeah. Here's here's what I notice in his email, and I, and this is a very big like, um. When you're, he, he says that he's, every time he goes home, he's, he's happy to be home with all his home friends. And every time he's at school, he said, uh, to visit than I do at my school. Uh, I honestly have way more fun anytime I go home 
or to visit friends than I do at my school. Sure. Here's the difference between home and his school. And I'll say this to them, and it's, this is a tough thing to say, and I've been in this situation. Your home friends, you committed to. You were forced into 18 years of getting to know these people. Mm -hmm. There was no place for you to run at all those turns. And look at that. You ended up being happy with the shit you had to dig into. Right. You know, and, and we lit, and I, I taught, you know, the idea of, you know, in 2017, we have nothing but choices. And every minute you spend making, it's like the guy before, the guy who won't commit to that girl on the date. That guy probably wants to go on a date. Yeah. He probably goes on no dates because he keeps swiping. Yep. This kid. Cold feet. Cold feet. And, and you're sitting there and all this choice creates depression because you never do anything. Got to make a move. You got to make a move and stick to it. Mm -hmm. So listen, his first date, the, the people he loves hanging out with most are the people from his high school that he was forced to be with because they were the only choice to be with. And they're also familiar to him. There's, well, this no, is, there's this, no pressure. This is what I'm talking yeah. about. So the so he had no opportunity in high school to be like, eh, I'm going to go and be friends with the other high school. No, because right. that's his town and he had to be in that. When he got to college, he was on the team, then he's not on the team, then he's in the fraternity, then he's not in the fraternity. He didn't commit to anything. Mm -hmm. Commit to something. Yeah, he's got to make a move. You got to, and, and even those tough times with the fraternity where you're like, I don't know if I like this. Maybe it's time to say, you know what? Trust my initial instincts and I should stay here and, and fight through this. I'm not saying everything in life you have to just sit there and take it if it sucks. But you can't leave at first fucking, you know, the first chance. First and this all. guy, two years in, he's a, he says he's a junior, junior at a Big Ten school. So that means freshman year he got there, he joined the sports team. And then he left within a year. You know, like this, he, you got to give things a chance. Absolutely. And you got to have those tough times. You know what I mean? You yeah. Gotta, you got to have that uh, the, adversity. The, 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 the times I talk about with like my, the guys I pledge a fraternity with, the times we hearken back to are the most miserable times. Of course. Same with comedy. You of know, the course. War, you only talk about the bombs. When you go to a casino, you only talk about the loss on the river. You know, these are all, you know, when you talk about relationships, you talk about the miserable relationships more than you talk about the good relationships. These are the things we learn from. Get out of and, your comfort zone. And you got to get out of your comfort zone and then stay in the place that makes you uncomfortable. Exactly. So to this guy, I mean, wherever you are right now, maybe you stick to those friends and you dig in deeper. Okay. Instead of looking, you know, whatever college situation he has right now, my advice to him, look around you. Who are your friends? Who are your kind of friends? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's time to make them from kind of friends to good friends. Yeah. Don't instead, go back home. Instead of going, you know, well, crawling back to a fraternity that you left. Instead of, what's your situation now? Maybe it's time to dig into that and make the best of that situation. Start because you've already it. left three different situations and restarted. This is the time to say, hey, Joe Bob on floor three and Jane, Jane Doe on floor five. Those people are cool and we have a good time together. I'm not, I wouldn't call them my best friends, but I'd say they're my friends. And I would say, hey, maybe it's time to like see about making them your best friends. Make them a crew. And the idea of like you know conversations drying up when you didn't join a fraternity, just be honest. Yeah. I'm talking to a girl, and I'm like, yeah, I used to be. Uh, I'm not in the house. I actually have. I would be. You, you have to be positive about your situation, and I think sure. that goes back to him being like, you know, digging into the friends that he kind of has now. Yeah, and if and, some girl doesn't want to talk to you because you're not in a fraternity, yeah, she's a little short sighted. Fuck her. Fucker, yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. My girlfriend, I'm moving. Girlfriend stay. Ooh. Justafa. First things first. Go Rutgers. 
<laughs> that's the first time that's ever been said. <laughs> I don't go, but ever. I grew up in the town over. Doesn't matter. <laughs> F Penn State, go Rutgers. <laughs> Fuck Rutgers. I remember Penn State played at Rutgers. They were like, they were just disgusting people. <laughs> Anyways, my school is in an irrelevant D3 engineering school close to NYC. So I know you well from NYC, uh, from NYC someday scene. Oh, comedy scene? Is that what it says? Someday. And if we do tiers, I'm in a top tier fraternity at a miserably low D3 bullshit nerdy ass school in the Northeast. On to my issue. I'm currently interning in Chicago, and my girlfriend, who I went to school with, and I really do see, would like to see, uh, like a future with, just graduated and is currently in the suburb of Chicago, uh, an hour away. I wish I had proof, but you gotta, you gotta, you, you, but you gotta just believe me on this. This guy's obviously an engineer and not an English major. Um, my internship and me moving here had nothing to do with her moving here for training. At least that's what I tell myself. Oh, so he's in Chicago, and she's an hour outside of Chicago. Okay. He's there for an internship. She's there after graduation. She goes back to NYC in December after her work training, and I go back to school in December as well. Please don't mention Dude, don't fucking write it. Can we... This guy's not making it through just this keep, internship. Just bleep this out, but keep in all this shit that I'm saying right now. Just don't fucking write it. <laughs> don't mention. He write, he goes into this like whole fucking long detail about why not to go into detail. Just don't write that. So he's trusting you with too much. Yeah, or it's not even trust. I won't read it, but like, dude, come on. Anyways, <laughs> after this four sentence reason for me not reading the town that I just fucking read, I know. <laughs> I know she won't leave NYC for family and just because reasons. Me on the other hand, I don't mind leaving. Family is whatever for me, and I love it in Chicago so far. I think I'd like to end up there, uh, end up in NYC, grew up in the area eventually, but the issue at hand is I'd love to play my internship out. Dude, this email is too long and, and awful. Holy shit. Here's his problem. Back and forth with here's, this guy. Here's the thing, and I, and I say it all the time, and, and for him, let's not get ahead of ourselves, Okay. Have fun in the moment. Your girlfriend is, at a certain age, your girlfriend's recreation, not your fucking job. Absolutely. So if you're in college and your internship and, you, and you're having fun with a girl and you guys are boyfriend, girlfriend, and you're committed to each other but you're out, and you're having a good time, fucking do that and keep doing that. Yes. But the minute that girlfriend or boyfriend becomes a job, the minute that girlfriend or boyfriend in college, especially, I'm talking about college. You have no kids together. I'm with you 100%. You don't have bills together. You don't have fun. You're in an imaginary world of fun and excitement. Early 20s. Come on. Yes. So to this guy where he's, Oh, I'm in college and I got the internship and I'm and he's worried about well I could I could see myself with her. Don't fucking see yourself with shit. And don't start making decisions based no. on that. Make decisions. Okay, your your girlfriend boyfriend time is recreation time. Right now your job is to get get the internship solidified, get the job you want cuz idle hands are the devil's well, you're thing. you're a Catholic. You're a religious guy now. What is that? <laughs> plaything? Is that what it is? Idle so. hands are the devil's plaything. Because this is what's going on. You're gonna want a fucking job to feel good about yourself. Sure. Okay. So if you're in college right now and you're like, well, this internship, and, I, and I'm not sure what I'm gonna do about my girlfriend. Get you know, the your fuck girlfriend is gonna leave you if you if you're miserable after graduation and don't have a job. Yeah. So why don't you figure that shit out and. While you're in the relationship, worry about that being the most fun it could ever be. Sure. I never understood in college when these people had these relationships where they're sitting there and be like, I don't know, every weekend we're in this fight. And it's like, then fucking leave. There's no, there's no baby at home. 
thinking, oh, what if mommy and daddy don't stay together? See, I was like that. And in that's college? how I have the knowledge and the wisdom to tell people don't fucking make that mistake. Yeah, you didn't. You treated the relationship as a job. Yeah, I mean, I would. I it was. It, I mean, there was there was a year where it was like on and off and back on again, and she went to another school, and like I was taking the bus out there on the weekends, and like you know, no, knowing something was going on out there. You got to be you know selfish. I, mean? I mean, this is the this is the point in time in your life you're going to be the most selfish. I mean, like, I, yeah. I mean, I I was talking to someone. They just had a kid, and you know, they're trying to explain to me. You know that they're like always tired and always excited because they just had the kid. Sure. And they're like, I can't explain it to you. You don't understand how much free time you have. And I was like, Yeah, that's how I want to live. Like right now, that's how I'm living. I'm living in a in a world where I can have the benefit. I I get the privilege mm -hmm. of not knowing how much free time I have mm -hmm. because I don't have real commitments like a child or real commitments like you know like a wife to take care of or you know all these things but you do recognize that you have free time and that you have it good right now absolutely right? see I think uh, same way we got to that bump, especially in comedy we got to that bump where we have that window where like a trigger wasn't pulled where like you know we're married or whatever and then you have the you know the wisdom and knowledge of the mistakes you made or the things yes. you, you did right when you were younger and now you can look back and be like Oh fuck! This is pretty good. Yes. That's the one thing, and that was the reason I went back to church. Yeah, is because I was like, "Well, I'm grateful." You know, not things are awesome. Yeah, but I'm grateful for what I have. It's and that's and that's the thing for for this guy and anyone that's sitting there being like, "You're fighting this upward hill, upward mountain battle for what?" Stop. Yeah, stop. Because you're afraid you're going to be alone. Yeah, take it from me. I I made that mistake. And 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 what are you afraid of? masturbating and then passing out with the fucking tissue paper next to you while you're passed out like Jesus on the cross. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a beautiful day. That's right. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with H. Foley. H. Foley on ice on Twitter. H. Foley on ice on Twitter. Foley Grams on Instagram. Center City Podcast every Wednesday. Shelby, let's do a voicemail. Now, if you want to call the voicemail, 347-669-8252. I would put it in your phone. That's like having J-Train. Right in your pocket. Right in your pocket. Sure. Hey, J-Train. Um, I have a dilemma. So my buddy that I've known all through college and we're seniors now had started dating a girl a year ago. And what happened was a couple of years, days after their anniversary, he cheated with one of our friends who came back from Utah to visit who didn't know he had a girlfriend. And then that girl from Utah told the girlfriend, <laughs> that they hooked up at her apartment oh. while she was at work. Well, they broke up for like a month, but ended up getting Hold on, back pause together. This. But now, pause this. what? We... What a fucking asshole! <laughs> you, you, the minute you find out that this, dude, like, you didn't give him the chance of like, hey, let me figure this out. Like, you flew in, you flew in, you hooked up, you found out that this person had, a, and then you went straight to the girlfriend you've never fucking met. This is kind of back to the first email where it's like, mind your fucking business. People will figure out their own shit. I get where, like, the girl who visited is, like, upset because she got lied to as well. well but she like, didn't say it by accident, did she? From, from <laughs> what we heard there? What do you mean? Like, the girl, maybe she just mentioned, oh, yeah, me and Billy hooked up. You and Billy? Oh, what the fuck? I, I didn't sound like that. Did it, Shelby? Did she no, rap? It sounds like she was, like, lover scorn came to visit got mad and then went and was like i'm blowing this fucking town up and then i'm flying out let's keep it going go out and my friend is drunk he tries to hook up with other girls and 
I've tried to talk to him sober about this, but he says, oh, he'll do better, and he just doesn't. He keeps doing it. So I'm not really sure what to do since the girlfriend's in our friend group, and she thinks everything's fine and that they're so happy together. So if I could get your input, that would really help. Thanks. Can you rewind this a little bit? I know we – why – so they got back together after a month? That's what, yeah, what he said. This friend has really been out of shape about it. Didn't it sound like he was like, I don't know what to do. So he's got a fr- <laughs> he's, he's got a friend who's in a, in a relationship with a girl who they're in the same friend group, group of friends with. Some friend of his, of, of the boyfriend's, came in from Utah, didn't know he had a girlfriend, hooked up with him, found out that he had a girlfriend, went and told the girlfriend. They broke up for a month. Now they're back together. And, and now, now this guy's still out again. on the prowl. Yeah. Yeah. That's the story. We all agree on that? Yeah, he keeps trying to hit on girls when he's out at bars, and he's saying, hey, And this is his buddy saying this. Wildcat don't want to be a house cat. That's right. That's what it sounds like He's got a taste for blood. He's got a taste for blood. He's got to put him down. Um, they're, They're doomed. Yeah. Absolutely. What the fuck does this guy care? Here's, I mean, he cares because, like, this is what happens when two people in the friend group fuck. The sure. whole friend group gets blown up. So he sees the demise of this group okay. where he felt comforted and he mm-hmm. was having a good time with. And, and I feel for him. Because yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah, someone's got to leave the group. It's going to be either the girlfriend or the boyfriend. And it sounds to me that he, that this guy is, is kind of sad to see the girl leave because she brings other girls to the table. Or he likes her. I don't think he likes. I may, he might, but I. I that's a. That, I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. Where he's like, she's cool, and she bring. She's the reason we have cool other hot friends around us. Okay. So I could see where he's benefiting. I'm trying to figure out. And he could just, could just be a decent guy. Always fun. Always always follow the money <laughs> oh, yeah. or the come. <laughs> okay, true. it's one or the other. And this Paper guy's trail. looking to come <laughs> with one of her friends that comes around because of her, and he's going to lose her because the other guy's fucking it up. Yeah, it's all about uh, self-survival, right? So uh, This is survival. So my point to this guy is, hmm. see, we said not to say shit to the other guy. I'm going to go back on that. This is what he does. When you, the way you put it like that, you go to the girl. Yeah, I was thinking that too. But see, I like like we were talking before about like my buddies from Philly and all that stuff. I, I don't like breaking that not guy code or, or whatever, but you know, getting involved with that, telling a, a guy telling a girlfriend something about something that one yeah, of their yeah, friends is doing. That's fucking dicey. But he can't he can't get the guy under control. He said he already went to him sober. I would do this. I would go to the dude one more time. Of course, you go to him, give him one more cha- chance, and and he say and say to him, dude, we want you to hook up, but you're fucking up this other girl. Yeah, and you're just fucking break up. up with her. Break up with her. Yeah, end it, please. And at least if they're broken up and then they hook up, they can deal with that as a group. Yeah. But the idea that they're a boyfriend girlfriend, like right now, that's a bomb he's setting in the group. Yes. As opposed to just if they had broken up and then they kind of hook up again, that's their problem. Yeah. That doesn't become everyone else's problem. That's just gossip for everybody. Go to at your the party. boy and tell him again and just be like, dude, you're fucking up and make it about your penis. Of course. Th- that's you're the You're fucking my shit. Right up. now, you're saying, stop it. You're hurting this girl. And he can't understand that because he can rationalize it in whatever way he rationalizes mm-hmm. it. But if you go to him and be like, dude, all her friends are going to stop fucking all of us. Because of your shit. Because of your shit. You're fucking up my money now. Now, yeah, this is this is like a mob boss situation. Yep. 
You mess with my money? You mm-hmm. mess with my cum? Mm-hmm. You're gonna, it's going down. Somebody got to whack this guy. You got to change the perspective. And here's the thing. If this guy, if a friend comes to you and says that to you, you know what I mean? A tight friend. Listen, man, you got to stop this fucking behavior. Mm. You're affecting everybody else. And the guy doesn't do it, then fuck that guy. He's not a friend. Yeah. And then and, start, you're, and he's a good friend start, for going to him. And start leaving him out of some of the hangouts. Absolutely. Podcast at gmail.com. 347-669-8252. Let's do some news. There's a big new trend in dating. It's okay. called... You've heard it. Well, breadcrumbing has been brought up, I feel, on this show We've a lot. talked some breadcrumbing, and that's when you, like, you send text by text a little bit. There's ghosting we brought up. Mm. Ghosting is when you just disappear, right? Ghosting disappear. Te- breadcrumbing is like sending, you know, just sending text but never hanging out. Or, like, so isn't it the... I call it tap on the window. The Instagram where you like a bunch of pictures. Uh-huh. Leading a girl on. Yeah, well, this is the new version. Oh, I, I, okay. I tap on the windows, like, like 10 of their pictures, uh-huh. and then they like 10 of your pictures, and then you DM, just like tapping, be like, hello. Uh-huh. And then you never get together? Then, no, then you get together. Oh, then but, you get together. But this is the, there's a new one? There's also a third. This isn't the news one, but it's zombieing, where you like dip Zombieing. Out. You kind of, you think they've ghosted, and then they just pop back up, and but they go, hey, like... I've had work stuff come up. I'm sorry I couldn't get back to you or I had a personal thing. But there's yeah. a new one called submarining. Sub- <laughs> what the fuck? We're, we're turning into the gay, the gay <laughs> community with all these nicknames. <laughs> we Can are you imagine gay people talking like, ah, uh, talk, oh, this bear <laughs> went on a submarine and now. Zombied me and, and submarined z- me. Yeah. <laughs> Best weekend of my life. <laughs> and an otter flew by. <laughs> but submarining, they don't acknowledge like, the, oh, they just pop back up with no rising. Yeah. It's just they're there. Yeah, you just, they don't they kind of ghost you. They come back and then they go, what what the hell? You I thought we were done. Why, why are you coming back in my life now? Have you ever submarined? No, but I've had that. Have I ever? Oh well, yeah. I mean, this is what happens. This is a, this is all based on our this submarining, zombieing. Ghosting, it's all based on our tolerance for loneliness. But these are not these are not new things. They're just new new names. Coining the yeah, new, yeah, 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 yeah. And also texting gives us the ability. Here's what's really the texting gives us I have numbers from like ten years ago on my phone. Okay. So I could one day hypothetically just be sitting there being like Sure. You know, and, and I could literally this is what happens. And if you're a woman out there being like, Why are guys doing this? We're on Instagram. Your picture comes across our feed. You look fucking good. We go to our phone. We see the last text is from whatever date. We're not on bad terms. And we say, you know what? Take a shot. Let's take a shot. Woo! Throw one up from midcourt. That's exactly Because I got nothing to lose. Because a text is really easy to fucking send and not feel bad about. You don't have to see their facial expression. It's not like you pop out in the middle of the street and go, ha! I want to fuck you. <laughs> you know, like, they date anybody. Yeah, like I, I'm so sick of this surprise that people are doing these things with the uh, the, 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 the the idea that texting exists. Texting exists and has taken out all of the awkwardness of talking to someone. Of course. So if there's no awkwardness, we're going to act our most bestial self. Would you make that call if there was no texting? Would you call a girl from, hey, no. what's going on, Shelly? I wouldn't have the number. It, 
the idea I wouldn't have, if you couldn't plug names in your phones, this uh, would happen never. Let's say they were in, you, you could have the numbers in your phone, but the, the no texting call. never existed. No. Are you making that call? Very few times. Hello? Who, 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 who? is this? What? Who is this? Oh, Jerry. You have to hear them? Hi. You have to hear them literally search for uh, who this is in their head? Uh, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Texting has taken out all of this awkwardness sure. so we, because we don't have to feel it. This is the same thing. This is the theme of this podcast, okay? You got to feel some shit to be... It's all... And I always forget this word, and someone actually like tweeted at me saying that I always forget this word. Incentives are the key to life, and incentives can come in good things and bad things, okay? Mm -hmm. We do things because when we feel them. We don't do things when we feel them, okay? Right. So the idea of this, the, like, I hate when girls are like, why is he doing this? Because there's no lose to it. Either you don't answer and we still think we fucking rule, uh -huh. or you do answer and we fucking rule. Holy shit, I got it. <laughs> yeah. Or we never go out and at least I tried and I'm dealt with maybe a bad. So this is really only going to get worse. Sure. I, I don't have a positive outlook for this. But the idea that like, how are guys submarining? How are guys ghosting? Well, if I have the ability to disappear and then I sit at home and I go, fuck, she looks hot. And I can get back in touch with you without ever having to hear, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. And I know that sounds bad. I, and I, I don't mean that in like a, a predator way. Just being honest, it's man. It's just an honesty thing where it's like, you know, I think what we need to do is stop the, why are people doing this? Yeah, we can't keep, be keeping Because we surprised. all want to get laid. Stop yeah. being surprised. That's why. That's why everything is happening. Yeah. Because of that. <laughs> Male, female, we gay, have, straight, yeah. none of it matters. Everyone's just trying to get rich and everyone's trying to get laid. That's where all this is going on. Why are you doing this? Oh, because um, it's a lot easier than going out and meeting someone new. If, you're, if one of your girlfriends, a friend of yours that's a girl, came to you and was like, can you believe, why would he... Would you tell her the honest truth? I, well, you would, right? That's the reason this podcast exists. Okay, there I've, you been, go. I've been doing this for since I've been fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I've been I've been talking to friends of mine and then being like, "Well, why is he doing this? He's a lot like you." And I'd be like, "Um, he has a penis." That's the, the you feel so bad, like. If, if and it, I don't feel bad. I've I've gotten better. I think that what the I think the reason we have a lot of female listeners mm -hmm. is like, I'm not here to make a girl feel bad. Like I get why they feel like, fuck this. Why are these people doing this? You're playing with my heart. I do understand that side of it, where it's like, you know, guys are be they're being assholes, but I'm saying they're not feeling like assholes because it's on the end that they're on, it's tough to feel that, that misery because of the phone thing. Like, you don't sure. call them up and they don't say... What? Who is this? But I think it's you know? impo it's important for girls to have a guy friend that they trust totally. that's going to tell them straight the way it is. And, it's and I, I always do that. Like, like, why would he be texting me? Because he's a fucking scumbag and he's trying to bang you. And, and also realizing that when you say he's a scumbag, we're all scumbags. All scumbags. <laughs> you know, like we're all and it, and and we mean that in the most glowing, loving of ways. Of course. And also, we're not judging them for talking to a scumbag. Not at because, all. Because you listen. You're talking to a scumbag. Guess who else is a scumbag? Your dad. Everybody. Your grandpa. We're all flawed Your great-grandpa, your uncle. All of them are looking at me when a hot girl walks by and going, you see that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, there's obviously degrees to it. Course. Guys can keep it under control. But, you know, there's there's good. That was, that's what makes a, a better guy than a shitty fucking, you know, criminal. Absolutely. So, Podcast at gmail.com. H. Foley, fantastic. Thank you for coming. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. H. Foley on ice on Twitter. 
eight, uh, Foleygrams on Instagram, Center City po- Comedy Podcast, every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher. Center City any Comedy. Any place you can find a podcast. This was fantastic. Shelby, thank you for popping in. Shelby, Thanks thank for you. for having me. At Classic Shelb on all platforms, especially Snapchat, where the news, the reviews keep coming in, man. It's really starting to fire. It's, I mean, it's really on fire. Everyone tells me about it. People in San Antonio, there's someone in San Antonio that goes, is Shelby here? <laughs> and, I, and I was like, yeah, he's in my luggage. What, what, what? <laughs> you might need, I'm just in case. We're going to have to bring you on the road. So listen, I'm Jared Free, J Train Live. Monday, December 4th at 8. That is going to be a fucking awesome show. So get involved. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Go just check it out. If you, I mean, even if you're sitting there being like, fuck this, dude, I'm not getting money. The money goes towards making better content to make your day better. Bonus podcasts, bonus videos, blogs, all that shit. So I'm Jared Freed, JTrain56 on Twitter and Snapchat, at Jared Freed on Instagram. We'll be back next episode. Boom.